0: everybody,
1: welcome to Zone Defense. Be sure to follow us on Spotify at Zone Defense Podcast, on Twitter at Zone Defense Pod, and Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Zone Defense Podcast. And be sure to ring that bell to get post notifications. Also, hit that like button down below and drop a comment and let us know your thoughts on today's topic. Today, Chris, Roman, and I will be diving into our preview and Pick'Em for the NFL Conference Championships. How's it going, guys?
2: I'm good, Drew. I'm excited to get into the Pick'Em. Last week, there were some exciting games that we might talk about and some storylines also that follow though on to today. So we're going to take those notes as well. And uh, let's get it going.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, I just don't just want to mention my four and O sweep last week. You know, it just, it felt really good to get all the picks, right? I felt like you guys kind of handed me a couple of those though, the bills and the, I believe the other one was the, uh, the Packers. Yeah. So we could, uh, you know, I uh, just didn't want to, didn't want to miss on, uh, you know, just my perfect weekend. You guys mediocre, uh, Back on top, like where I belong, where I was for most of the regular season, besides the last week. But yeah, we can uh, we can get into it now. I'm ready to uh, start this off. Talk about these really fun games this weekend. But uh, you know, we can't start it off without talking about some some unfortunate injuries first. And obviously, the big news of the day: Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he had that weird, one of the weirdest hits, honestly, I've ever seen on a football field where he kind of like, he didn't really get tackled at all with his head. It was more of like a stinger almost or something like that, but he, he got up like wobbly and stuff. So, and you could even see when he ran into the tunnel, he looked totally fine after. It was really weird. It was literally like a, a minute or two while he was on the field. He looked like he was absolutely lost. After that, I, I thought he was going to come back in, but you know, after, uh, you know, you you evaluate probably that video or whatever of him getting up. You probably couldn't send him back in there. But unf- unfortunately enough, anything can happen. You know, uh, this guy went in and just absolutely lit it up. Uh, now he had a, a a nice punt to the uh, Browns in the end zone. But other than that, he, he didn't look too bad. He had a nice Mahomes-esque scramble as well to almost get the first down and then throw a crazy touchdown pass. Or not touchdown, crazy first down conversion on fourth down to end the game and that was it Was good to see for chad honey you know a former machine guy uh, it really impressive stuff but uh lamar jackson unfortunately went out with a concussion didn't return that was unfortunate for him pretty much after he threw that pick six the game was over so um uh, stinks for him but you know good year for him he was able to get his first playoff win you know they're gonna try to build on that next year and then uh rashad breland had the uh he had a concussion as well. Not sure what his status is for this week, but we'll have to see about that. Jedrick Wills, the ankle injury. Don't really know the severity, but uh, assuming he'll be fine going into next year. But he went out like first play of the game, so that was a big loss for the Browns as well. Antonio Brown. This one's interesting as well It's like a minor knee injury. Don't know if he's going to miss the game or not this week. But I assume he plays personally. We'll have to see about that, but uh, you know, uh, definitely an- another weapon for Tom Brady to have at least, and he- he's definitely going to need him this week against the Packers. And then lastly, I don't know if you guys – I'm sure you guys saw it as well. A.J. Brown uh, announced, I believe it was on Instagram, uh, double knee surgery, played basically the whole year through it. Uh, the video, he was like high on some painkillers or something like that, and somebody on his Twitter <laughs> came out and announced in the third person that he- – uh, he apologizes for that, but, or in the first person that he apologized, they were like, AJ apologizes for this. I don't know who it was, but it's interesting stuff to see, I guess. But, you know, Brown uh, had a really good season despite having two knee injuries. So it's going to be really interesting. Honestly, honestly for fantasy, it's going to be interesting to see where he goes in drafts because, you know, he was disappointed to start the year. He really was awesome after that, and, you know, Besides Arthur Smith leaving, not really anything else should be changing. Maybe no Corey Davis as well, actually. So, I mean, uh, he could be in for a, a big workload next year. And, you know, if his knees aren't hurting, he's probably going to be even better. So he could be a guy to target in your fantasy drafts. But uh, we'll have to see about that. And then next we'll talk about the uh, retirees. We'll start with Drew Brees first. You know, obviously it didn't end in the way he wanted it to, but he is probably going to retire. We'll have to see about that. It seemed like a retirement to me. I expect him to do similarly to what Philip Rivers just did today, which is announce his retirement. And, uh, you know, for Rivers, a, a great career. Obviously, Drew, I'm sure, wants to spend the entire episode talking about how awesome he was. But uh, we're going we're gonna to spin it a different way. I'll let Drew start it off, and we'll let Roman go after. What do you guys think the Colts quarterback situation is going to be next season? I'll let you go first, Drew. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so first and foremost, congrats to Philip Rivers on a great career Hall of Famer. I gotta get that in there real quick. Um in terms of the Colts though, um this is still very fresh news. So um, I I have to like really dive in and and look at the options. I think the most obvious answer would be Deshaun Watson um, because he wants out of Houston, uh, isn't responding to calls. um, And they're probably going to be forced to trade him similarly to last season when they were forced to trade DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I don't know the likelihood of that because the Texans and the Colts are obviously in the same division. And I don't imagine the Texans wanting to trade Watson to a divisional foe in the Colts. Um, so then you look at other options. Uh, maybe they, they trade up in the draft. They get one of the top prospects there. Um, a uh, Trey Lance, someone like that. Um, or they could go after and get like another veteran guy like Cam Newton, um, who's going to be out there in the free agency stock or we're Lions fans. Um, uh, they could go after Matthew Stafford as well, so I, I really think any of those options is fine. Um, however, they are going to need to hit the quarterback position because this is a roster that I think is really just a quarterback away from being really, really good. Um, they have a good, they have a really, they have a good defense. Um, their receiving core, yeah, Ty Hilton isn't great, but if you get a full year of Zach Pascal next year, you get Michael Pittman Jr. in his second year. Um, those are two really good weapons they have. They also have Jonathan Taylor on the ground along with Naeem Hines, so they're really just the a quarterback away. So it's a really important decision for them to make. Um, but in terms of where they go, um, I don't really know. I think Stafford would probably be the best fit there um, because he's he's a veteran, but he's not super old. Um, I just don't know what they would be able to give up um, to the Lions for them to uh, to get that. So, Roman, though, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I don't think they'll be able to pull off a Watson trade. I, I don't think the Texans would send them to an end-division rival. However, I do think there are some veterans they could go after, like you said, Stafford. Um, Cam Newton that would be a signing though they might potentially go after Garoppolo I think that kind of makes sense depending on what San Francisco wants to do for their future um but this is kind of a boring answer but I will say that you know they obviously Jacoby Brissett was their backup and he hasn't too far removed from being a starter in the league so maybe they'll value what they have in him first before making a move because I don't think he necessarily is awful he's definitely serviceable um but they'll see what they have in him and then make a move according to what he looks like. And then, like you said, in the draft, they can go after it's Trey Lance. I don't think Mac Jones will go in the first round, but if he's the only quarterback available, or the best quarterback available at their pick, uh, I can see Jones going there in the first round. So they definitely have some options, but you know, they'll have to probably make a trade and give up assets or make a signing for a veteran.
0: Yeah, I mean the Colts are one of the smartest organizations in the entire league, so I don't think we really need to tell them what to do. But uh, you know, in my opinion, I really think it would be dumb for them to uh, to not go after a good quarterback. I think Brissett is a cop out for them. I just don't really. This roster is built for the Super Bowl. I mean, at least at least to compete. I mean, this team was good this year. I mean, Rivers was fine, but they they can definitely improve at the quarterback position. I think. I think the Matthew Stafford trade makes a lot of sense for both teams. I mean, this is a guy that uh has been in a I mean I, I love Stafford, but he's not, he's not they're not gonna win anything with him here, obviously. It's it's not gonna it's not gonna work out. They don't put enough talent around him, a or they just don't get it done when he has talent around him. So this is a guy that needs a perfect new change of scenery. It really isn't even that much different because it's another blue and blue and white team uh in the AFC where we don't have to play him. That's all uh, that matters. Yeah, right. Uh, he's got. They've got weapons. They've got a good offensive line. It's a perfect situation for him to play good football. Play Matthew Stafford football. It takes a lot of deep shots. He also could run the ball as well. So I think I think that is a perfect fit. I like the Jimmy G take, even though this is slightly more of a cop out because I think Stafford gives them a legitimate Super Bowl chance. I don't know if Jimmy G does, but at least he, I think he's at least an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett personally. But I think them going after a guy like Brissett, Cam Newton, I, I don't, I think those need to be ruled out. I mean. If they're smart, if they do it, I think that's a dumb move. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, they could also go after
1: Carson Wentz too. I think that's a legitimate yeah. option. There's a relationship there with Frank Reich, who's their head coach now, was formerly at one of the offensive coaches for Philadelphia. He's actually the guy um, that a lot of people think is responsible for Philadelphia's. Great offense because once he left, that was when Doug Peterson and the Eagles started to kind of teeter off a little bit. So um, that's a, that's a move that could work. Um, I and mean, when we saw last time Reich and Wentz were paired up together, Wentz almost Wentz would have been an MVP had he not gotten injured. So um, I think I think that could be maybe the best option um, if not for Stafford.
2: Yeah, I like I like once to Indianapolis as well, and I think that was kind of what the narrative was going for until they fired uh, Doug Peterson. So maybe they're more likely to keep once, but if yeah. they get a good package, they can't refuse. And I definitely see that as a good landing spot for once. And also, one more thing, uh, I just went on Twitter real quick, and Stafford is currently first on on trending. So clearly, the rumors are circulating, <laughs> and the Colts to the Stafford to the Colts are in full force.
0: Yeah, I mean, hopefully for for his sake. Our sake, we can get some assets back, which we desperately need. Clearly, the roster just totally void of talent. Um, and the Colts need a Super Bowl. So, you know, getting Stafford gives them legitimate Super Bowl contending, both offense and defense. And, I mean, Rivers, I mean, honestly, was close to that. He was solid this year. But uh, he, he made some mistakes early on. He he had a hard time moving the offense for parts of the season. But, you know, he, he did pick it up at the end. But Stafford, I think, comes in, instantly gives them a boost – all their weapons are are solid. I think Pittman Jr. takes a massive step forward if he gets a guy like Stafford. Like Ty Hilton goes back to being really relevant. Uh, Jonathan Taylor gets an up a bump as well. I think this entire offense would just move click a lot better. I think Stafford fits perfectly in this offense. A little bit more mobile, still has a good offensive line. I really like the move, and I and I hope we. This is the last time we talk about it because I think it's going to be interesting. But uh, we'll get into the next thing. Bucks designate. This is potentially huge news for the Bucks. Uh, Vita Vea returned from the IR, and their defense was unbelievable with him still out there. So I think um, if they get him back, I think that the Packers are going to have absolutely just total problems running the ball at all. I don't think they're going to get anything get anything going on the ground. It just kind of depends on if. Uh, I mean, Aaron Rodgers will be great, obviously. It just kind of they they got to hope they can turn him over a couple times to win this game, and then. Next we'll talk about just kind of brush over because there isn't really anything finalized yet, but the new format for the 2021 combine there's not going to be in-person workouts. So it's, it's going to be, I think the draft is going to be a little bit more variable. That's why I think a lot of the quarterbacks are going to go early because they have the most, uh, I mean, I feel like it's the easiest position to at least uh, evaluate without, without the combine. I think the combine is important for the, uh, for the quarterback position personally, but we'll have to see about that. I think, it's going to be very interesting in the offseason. What I mean, there's going to be some awful picks, there's going to be some good picks. We'll just have to see. It's going to be def- definitely going to be different, but uh, we'll get to the last thing. Uh, we'll start with the Ravens releasing Mark Ingram. I mean, it was pretty much inevitable. I mean, they he was a healthy scratch last week. Uh, he's been getting less and less playing time throughout the season. Uh, it just seems like it was about time for that, but uh. Lastly, well, we'll all, I'll get everybody involved again for this, uh, Jared Goff, Sean McVay, tension. I mean, I, I don't really know what, what the tension is, but I guess they need marriage counseling in the offseason or something like that. It's be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh, Drew, do you think Jared Goff is back with the Los Angeles Rams, or do you think this team goes in a different direction? This could be uh, a team potentially looking for uh, you know, a new quarterback. What do you think is going to happen with them? Well, basically, what happened was,
1: um, obviously, with, with Walford and uh, Walford starting over over Goff in the playoffs, uh, McVeigh, I guess, making it known that he wanted to go with Walford instead of instead of Goff. Um, and then in his like end of the season, like press conference, uh, McVay, they asked McVeigh about the quarterback position, about whether golf would be on the roster, whether he'd be the starter moving forward. And typically in those situations, the the coach always is like, oh yeah, well he'll be here. He's our guy, whether that's the truth or not. And McVeigh straight up said, well, we have to evaluate the position. We have to evaluate everything, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I guess golf is golf camp has also come out and said how the, the relationship is very fractured. So, um, I mean, I, th- I would love for golf to not be on this team, because I think mean, this is a team that's in a very similar spot to the, uh, Indianapolis Colts, where they're just, they're in even a worse spot. Cause I think rivers was definitely better than golf this season. Um, but this is a team, I mean, for God's sakes, they made it to the divisional round and they were pretty competitive for the, against the Packers for most of the game, um, up, up until the, the very the final quarter, really, um, <clears throat> and they're really just a quarterback away from being a really good championship level team. So I hope golf leaves. Um, and this is another team that could go after a guy like a Stafford, like a, um, who's the other guy? Wentz, Carson Wentz, maybe Cam Newton, even though I, I think he's kind of washed at this point, at least from what we saw in new England this season. Um, they could also trade up in the draft, get a quarterback. Um, I think, I know I don't hate on golf as much as Chris does, um, but I also think that they—he's he, a below-average quarterback uh, more times than not. And if they are able to find an upgrade, I think the Rams could be clear-cut Super Bowl contenders in the NFC without questions. But um, in turn, so I, I hope he's off the team. It seems like he's probably gonna—it's—it's—it's it's, it's going that way. Uh, but who knows? They could do a Mitchell Trubisky situation where they get another guy in the in the in the quarterback room and they have them battle it out. But who knows? I guess we'll just have to wait and see.
2: Yeah, for me, I I think Goff's situation. I think he's actually pretty secure. I don't think Wolford is going to be a significant threat to him in the future. And we kind of say this with a bunch of other quarterbacks. That the the Rams kind of gave him a huge contract. It's going to be hard to move. They do want to get rid of him, so that's obviously the first obstacle. Secondly, I think there's no there's not going to be any competition next year for Goff. I th- he, he should be the clear cut starter. And I think McVeigh and Uh, Goff will be able to work out their problems whatever tension there was um, because it was honestly justified that Wolford started the playoff game because Goff was still hurt and he came in anyways and still had won them the game basically. So I think there's not much to read into this. Uh, I think they're going to be fine going into next year. I don't think Goff is going to leave but if he has another down year or is playing significantly worse than the contract I think you can definitely talk about then of him getting moved or the Rams going into a different direction because this draft won't be much help to them because they don't have a first-round pick once again. It's, it's going to be like the fourth or fifth year to really haven't had a first-round pick. So they don't really have really a lot to do in the draft, and I don't think they're going to sign anyone. So it should be Goff's team moving forward.
0: Yeah, it shouldn't be Goff's team moving forward, but it probably will be. Uh, I think he's absolutely awful as a quarterback, obviously. I mean, you know my opinions on him. I personally think they are going to bring in another guy. I think potentially an interesting name would be, A, Jimmy G, because I don't think it would take a lot. Not that he's a lot better than Jared Goff, but I think he is better than him at least. And they could run kind of a similar offense. I think Jimmy G would execute it a little bit better. That's just my personal belief. But I I really – I mean, honestly, I don't even know because he's nothing special as a quarterback. But, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what they're supposed to do. I, I think they definitely want to move him. No one's taking him for anything i mean i don't know what i would pay to get Jared goff on my roster but it's probably not more than a seventh round pick especially with that contract and uh and i mean i think they're kind of just stuck with him so i, I do agree with roman yeah. in that sense i don't think they should be because i think he's terrible and i think he already has proven that he, can't, he isn't going to live up to anything close to the contract uh but it's just i mean it is what it is for them i don't really know what else is going to happen obviously sean mcveigh isn't going anywhere i think if someone is going to leave, it's going to be Jared Goff. I think there's definitely a chance he is gone or is not their starter next year. But I don't really see how it happens with this roster. And like like you said, no first-round pick either. So it's not like they're drafting one this year either. But, yeah, we'll have to see what happens this offseason. going to be interesting to see.
1: I think this could be just McVay voicing the same uh, irritations that we're voicing right now, where he wishes it wasn't Goff's team. But as you guys both said, there's really nothing they can do with that contract. I think a guy they could actually bring in now that I think about it a little bit more is a guy I mentioned while I was talking about Goff is Mitchell Trubisky. I mean, that's a guy they could yeah. bring in. Uh, he's Probably going to be cheaper than Garoppolo because Garoppolo is also making quite a bit of cash um, and they don't have to trade anything for him. They can just sign him. And that's, I mean, I know he's not a great quarterback either, but we saw he was pretty good there in Chicago down the stretch. Not pretty good, but he was at least average. Um, bring him in, get some co- get some competition going. Um, I mean, it's better. Having Trubisky, I guess, is better than not having anybody. But uh, that's, that's a name that they could maybe go after. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I was actually going to mention that as well. I kind of forgot about it when you initially brought it up. I was like, yeah, why don't they just sign Trubisky? And I think that actually makes a lot of sense for them. I mean, Trubisky, like I said, not not a quarterback that I think is necessarily – Better than Jared Goff, but he's definitely shown flashes over the last couple of years. And I think he's done more of that than, than a guy like Goff, who's been kind of been like maybe not as bad, but more like steadily below average rather than being like either awful or actually pretty good, which is what I see in Trubisky. Maybe McVeigh could see yeah. that he's a little bit more mobile, could fit their offense a little bit better with all their play action, motion, move, and stuff. They I feel like they need a little bit more mobility at the quarterback position. I actually really like that idea, Drew. I think breaking news, the the Rams are going to sign Mitch Trubisky in the offseason. Would actually a move yeah. be a move, and it's not. Sense. It's not as obviously not as good of a fix
1: as getting a Stafford or giving a, getting a Wentz or drafting somebody. Um, but as you guys said, they don't have any draft capital. They don't have any actual capital in terms of money uh, to go out and spend on a guy, or and they're not going to be able to move that contract in golf. So, given all those limitations, Trubisky is probably their their best option there. But um, unless you guys have anything more to add? We can jump in in here to the conference championship. Pick 'em. Um, So starting things off, we will start with the AFC championship game, um, which is actually the late game on Sunday night, starting at 6.40 p.m. Um, It's the Buffalo Bills versus the Kansas City Chiefs. The Bills, I believe, this is their first conference championship appearance since 1995. Um, And for the Chiefs, this is obviously their third consecutive appearance in the conference championship game. So uh, two teams both coming in with, obviously, momentum coming off wins, but I would say neither has looked super convincing um in the bills either their bills wins or the chiefs their one win last week but uh since chris took the lead over me and roman after uh, last week's games he will start us off here with his bills chiefs pick
0: yeah um this in my opinion is the legitimate super bowl of the year i cannot this is the game i've been most excited to watch i was hoping this would happen in the playoffs i am so excited for this game i think this is the two best teams in the entire league uh, that being said, I know Mahomes most likely is going to play. I am still going to go with the Buffalo Bills in this one. I think they're going to back to the Super Bowl first time in forever. First time, long time. But this is a team that, in my opinion, offense has been clicking throughout the season. They can't run the ball, but that really doesn't really matter. This game is going to be – I think this is going to be a borderline – at least definitely going to have the looks of a shootout because I think both these offenses are going to be throwing the ball a ton. Uh the addition of Clyde edwards Alaire can make a difference for the Chiefs if he's back next week, and I think he will be. So that maybe they'll try to mix it up a little bit more. I expect the Bills to go pass heavy like they usually do and let Josh Allen cook again. And I think the Bills' defense is playing some good football right now too, and uh, I really think uh, it gives them an advantage in this one. So I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, honestly, either team that wins this game I'm going to be cheering for. in this, I like both these teams. I think it's going to be a really fun game. I wish I could both meet up in the super bowl but this is based this game i've been most excited for of the playoffs and definitely hasn't changed now it's going to be an incredible game live up to the expectations
1: with the bills it's concerning a little bit because i think over the two games they've been outgained by a combined 200 yards so that's a little concerning the fact that they could have easily lost either of their first two matchups However, you got to give credit to the fact that they did find a way to win. Um, I would say against the Colts in the first round, they won because of their offense, their defense didn't play great. And then last week against the Ravens, their offense didn't play great, but their defense, as you said, Chris, looked really, really good. And that was a big reason as to why I picked the Ravens last week. Um, because I I didn't think the Bills' defense was up to snuff, but they really played well, obviously having that that game-changing, game-sealing, really uh, picking the end zone and then the subsequent return for a touchdown. So um, I really like this Bills' team. I'm going to be rooting for them because I'm not a huge Chiefs fan. I think if Mahomes doesn't play, because it seems like it's still not entirely clear whether he's going to play or not, at least at the time we're recording, um, I think it's an easy Bills win. Um, However, even if Mahomes does play, I still like the Bills just a little bit more. Um, I just think there's something missing with this Chiefs team Um, for whatever reason. In the regular season, they didn't seem great. Um, And even last week, yeah, it was the Browns. and everyone was expecting them to kind of just, it was, it was people, some people were expecting to be a close game, some people were expecting to be a blowout, um, but they really let them hang around for the most part. And if it wasn't for that controversial touchback um, and everything like that, I felt like the Browns outplayed the Chiefs for the most part when Mahomes was on the field. It wasn't just Chet Henney coming in. So the Browns made it competitive. They outplayed them for large stretches, even when Mahomes was out there. Um, I still don't love the Chiefs defense and this Bill's offense is obviously much, much better than the browns so um i just i don't know it just seems like it's the bills year um they got all the positive momentum all i see on instagram is just stefan diggs and josh allen loving each other so um, (laughs) it seems like it's the bills year i do really wish this game would have been in buffalo because i think the bills mafia that would have been awesome to see but um i just i I really like the bills in this one but this might be a a easy uh easy uh, gimme here for for roman but uh we'll have to wait and see i guess
2: I think the Bills are going to have to score 30-plus points in this game to win. And to be honest, their offense has been a little bit underwhelming the past couple of weeks, but I think they get back on track this week. Uh, to me, regardless if Bo Holmes is playing, I don't think he'll be clearly at 100%. Not only is he dealing with a concussion, but we didn't he's also dealing with a toe injury, so that could possibly hamper yeah. his running ability and overall like ability to get out of the pocket. So I think whether he plays or not, uh, the Bills' defense – We'll be facing a less mobile quarterback, whether it's Mahomes or Henny. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills as well because uh, I've, I've been kind of rooting for them all season. And I'm not going to just take the opportunity to pick the Chiefs just because they want to win. I'm going to take the Bills because I believe in them.
1: Wow. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised. I thought uh, at least one of us would pick the Chiefs. Um, but yeah, Roman, I'm glad you mentioned it there with all the the extra injuries Mahomes, aside from the, the obviously serious concussion that he suffered last week. Um, he's also dealing with that toe injury. Um, and yeah, the defense isn't great either. It's going to be a high-scoring game most likely, especially if Mahomes is out there because I don't really trust either defense. Um, but I, I do hope for the the game's sake uh, that Mahomes is healthy enough to be at least that close to 100% just because, as Chris mentioned, this is going to be a really, really fun game to watch on Sunday night. But
2: I'll just, I'll, um, I just want to get your thoughts on something. I saw online that uh, Colin Cowherd said that they should postpone the game until Mahomes is completely healthy, which I don't completely agree with. They just got play with whatever happens happens. Uh, I'm sure you guys agree. Yeah, that's just.
1: I like Cowherd, uh, but that's just him saying stuff. I, I, w- I mean, I can understand what he's saying because it's like what I just said. Like it would have been great if you could watch the game with the two of them, but like you can't do that, right? You had to play with what no. you did. We saw it a few years ago when uh, Kevin Love dislocated his shoulder and Kyrie was hurt in the finals um, with LeBron, and he w- they were undermatched. We, I mean, we see it all the time, especially in a season like this. We see it with COVID. For God's sakes, the Browns two weeks ago didn't have kevin stefanski in their offensive line or even last week they lost a bunch of their offensive line so um yeah if that was possible i'd love to see every team go at full strength but it's just it's not unless you want the no. season to go on actually injuries happen week one so it's like and then if you do that then you could be like oh well the panthers oh well christian mccaffrey let's reschedule all our games when so when christian mccaffrey's back so then we can win more it's just uh it's just a never-ending circle so it's, it's a dangerous game that Cowboys trying to play here
0: yeah, I mean, I obviously I agree. That's a ridiculous statement, I'm like coward, and it's a guy that just is out there for the money, trying to get these hot takes out there. I, I'm not gonna lie. This isn't a Colin Coward podcast. That guy's a clown. I'm not really a big fan of him. Uh, I mean, I don't really like a lot of those guys. So it, it is what it is. Uh, you know, he's he's whatever, but it's just a guy that just spits out ridiculous takes all the time and and just sounds like he's never watched a a single sports sporting event in his entire life so it is what it is i say we move on now
1: obviously though he's gonna obviously though he's good at his job because uh, we're talking about it right now and yeah uh, that's what he does that's the whole point of it is to get clicks to get takes to get people talking about it regardless of whether we agree with him or not but yeah that's just outlandish um doesn't even make any sense but anyway uh we'll jump over to the nfc now this will be the first game of uh championship sunday um at 305 um it's the brady Rodgers matchup this is the thing this is the game i know what I'm with you guys but this is the game i've been looking forward to for like a decade it seems like i thought these teams the Brady and Rodgers, would have inevitably meet in the super bowl between the packers and the patriots um obviously this isn't the super bowl but it's still going to be a really fun game in this conference championship playing for a bit in the super bowl um, we all know Brady's history. I think this is what his 14th conference championship game has six Super Bowls with the Pat- Pats. He's been there, done that. This is not really a new circumstance for him, but with Rodgers, he's been, I think this is his fifth appearance, but he's only one in three. Um, this is his first conference championship in Lambeau. Um, so both teams coming off really nice wins Bucks over the Saints, Packers over the Rams. Um, should be another really entertaining game. Um, I think this is the potential to be almost probably maybe even a better game than the Bills-Chiefs game, depending on the availability of Mahomes. Um, but nevertheless, it's probably going to be close once again. So, Chris, who do you like in this matchup?
0: Yeah, I think this is – I mean, both these these championship games are honestly pro- probably the teams that I want to be in this situation. I think the Bucs and the Packers, despite the Bucks' record being a little bit worse, I think they're one of the best teams in the NFC, a team that definitely obviously – I mean, they beat the Saints. They obviously deserve to be here. Uh, that being said, it's in Lambeau. Aaron Rodgers playing some great football right now. I'm going to go with the uh, Packers in this one. I'm going to make it short and sweet. I think the Packers are the better team despite me wanting the Bucs to win. I want to see Brady back in the Super Bowl again despite him already having seven rings or six rings. It's, it's insane that I want to see him back, but I really do. I want to see him win with a different team. I think it's going to be tough against Rodgers. I think Rodgers, like you said, for the Bills, I think they're kind of just I think they're meant to be in the Super Bowl, man. I mean, Rogers playing some of the best football of his entire career. I would argue the best football of his career. And they've looked impressive so far, In the uh, at least in the uh, against the Rams. They looked extremely impressive, in my opinion. They pretty much dominated that game from the start. I, I think it's going to be a good game, a really good game, uh, back and forth. Similarly to the other game, I think there's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Uh, but I- I- inevitably, I think the Packers are going to make it to the Super Bowl and take on the Buffalo Bills. I mean, yeah, it's that's a
1: reasonable take because this is when we look back. This is going to be the Aaron Rodgers season. I think he's most likely going to win the MVP. When you take into account everything that happened uh, leading up to the season, with uh, him coming off an injury, uh, the, them drafting uh, a quarterback in the first round, all the controversy there, and then he comes out and leads the Packers to I, I mean, one of the best rec- best record in the NFC, one of the best records in the entire NFL. As I said, he had ridiculous stats. I think he really only had one bad game, and it was against this Bucks team, um, and then also the second half of that Colts game a, a few weeks back as well. Um, but other than that, he was near perfection. Um, so for that reason, I'm going to take the Bucks in this one, um, even though I think it, it, it's, it's lining up to be a Packers game to win. Um, they are the favorite, and Rodgers – Rarely has been the favorite when it comes to these conference championship games, um, but come on, it's Tom Brady. I know it's cold weather. I know it's Lambo, but uh, I think we all collectively forgot that Brady played in Foxborough at Gillette Stadium for what twenty years. Um, so he's used to the cold weather. Um, even if guys like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, um, even if they're not maybe used to the cold weather, you still got Rob Gronkowski, who was also with Brady in Foxborough. And even Antonio Brown, I know he's a little bit questionable now with the injury, but he played in Pittsburgh, which is also not a a warm climate to play in. So these are guys that are used to it. Um, Their defense really stepped up with really good. I think their defense is better than um, the Green Bay defense, Um, even though Kenny Clark had a really nice game against the Rams. um, The Buccaneers are clearly a better offense. I think they're going to be able to to reap the benefits against this Packers defense. Um, And I think the Bucs defense will do enough to limit Green Bay. However, it's going to be a really close game. It would not surprise me if Green Bay wins um, because they were able to, even though Aaron Donald wasn't there, they were able to pick apart a better defense in the Rams than the Bucks. But um, I think it's going to be high-scoring affair, and, and I just—it's hard to bet against Brady when it comes when it comes to January. But Roman, it looks like you're going to be the tiebreaker here between us.
2: Yeah, it would be a nice storyline if Aaron Rodgers got another Super Bowl. As a Lions fan, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate it. He's been actually pretty likable this past season, considering that there hasn't been a whole lot of competition between the Lions and, and the Packers uh, in their two matchups this season. However, I will go with the Bucks as well because I do think they're more equipped to win. Uh, they have more weapons on offense, and if they get Vita Vea back, I think it's a big help for that defensive line as well, because the Packers are just figuring out their three-headed monster at running, rushing attack and. Uh, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams, and they even got AJ Dillon in there for a good portion of that game. So I think just as just as when they hit Loba Muntum, I think the Bucks are going to stop them. Uh, and they can take out uh, Devontae Adams, which is easier said than done. Jalen Ramsey couldn't, uh, and now it'll be on Carlton Davis and Sean Murphy bun- Murphy Bunting to take out Devontae Adams, which will be a tall task. So there's definitely some problems that will face the Tampa Bay defense. But like you said, Drew, it all comes back to Tom Brady. He's experienced. Uh, I think him winning another championship in the NFC, though, I think that's a much bigger storyline, a much more impressive storyline um, for his legacy, although he doesn't technically need it. Um, I think he's going to win this game at least and get another shot at another Super Bowl, um, which we project to be the Buffalo Bills against.
1: I, uh, it actually reminded me of something. I tell them it's funny. Once Brady made the NFC championship game, it was like, Teams have changed appearance in like the last twenty years, and it was it was like zero, and it was like the Lions, all these other crap teams, and then it was. Tom Brady, and it was one, and then it talked about how many seasons that they've played in the NFC, and obviously the Lions have played the entire their entire time in the NFC, and the, Brady only had one season, so he's one for one, so it just shows <laughs> you how good Brady is and you do it in either conference and how inept some of the other franchises in the NFC are, including our hometown Lions, but um, do you guys have anything else you, you want to add? Yeah, the Cowboys, too, yeah. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to add about the um, conference championship games or anything like that?
2: I I yeah. will just quickly add that I th- I'm sure we're all underestimating the chase and they're probably gonna blow out the Bills since we all picked them.
0: Yeah, I just I don't see that happening. I think yeah, they could definitely win this game. I'm like I said, I think this is this is my game of the year right here. I think it's gonna be nuts. But uh, this just has a feel for I, I think I think whoever wins this game is gonna be the Super Bowl champion. Personally, I think it's gonna be I'm gonna be rooting for whoever, whatever team wins. I think it's gonna be extremely exciting. And man, I am I'm just excited for this. Uh, cha- championship weekend is maybe the best weekend in sports. So I, I really think it's it's an underrated weekend. It's better than the Super Bowl, 100%, in my opinion. I don't think it's even close because the, the two games makes a big difference. And usually, honestly, the games are better, and I'm more in tune with them. So I'm really excited to watch these games, though, for sure. It's going to be incredible. I, I do think Roman has a point though um, the Chiefs haven't
1: blown out anybody this year or really in a long time they haven't just blown somebody out um that's and true. if Mahomes plays, there's definitely a possibility that's due, um especially it seems like I think the Chiefs are favored in terms of the betting lines uh, but it's it's pretty close uh, and I see a lot of people picking the bills because of the uncertainty with Mahomes. so there's there's a high possibility the Chiefs do exactly what they did last week and people were like, hey, the browns aren't that bad um. They, they could do the same thing and just come out and smack the bills, but hopefully you're right, Chris, that it is a, more close game and I, I will add though you said about the this being the best weekend in sports i think the only better weekend is march madness week one yeah that's also a really I great agree. first weekend uh, in sports but um unless you guys have anything else you want to add uh, we'll wrap this thing up so once again we are the zone defense podcast be sure to subscribe to us on youtube also on spotify and twitter at zone defense pod and search us on apple podcasts be sure to smash that like button uh, and also check out our various other episodes, um, we do these NFL episodes weekly. Um, we'll probably still do be doing them through the off season, um, talking about uh, the coaching hires, the draft, fantasy previews, NFL regular season previews, all that stuff. So be sure to keep an eye out for all those. Um, and then Chris and I also do a weekly NBA show called the Zone Defense Basketball Hour. So be sure to check that out as well um, if you like the NBA and NFL like we do. Um, but also last thing, uh, drop a comment down below um, and let us know your picks for the conference championship uh, games. We love seeing your picks and predictions as well as what you think the Colts or the Rams will do at the quarterback position moving forward. But uh, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Peace.
2: See ya.